Blog Talk Radio. The Caroline Cannon Show. Bringing positivity, the force of success, and the idea of cresting the hill and making it to the mountaintop. Listen in each week to Caroline Cannon and learn about success. Good afternoon, Mr. Daryl Mass. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Caroline. You doing good? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Have you had a good week so far? I sure have. I sure have. Been a busy week. Been a busy week. Well, we were listening to you last week, and you were talking about a lot of points of success. And uh, I was just wondering, you were talking about not letting obstacles get in the way. And I wonder if you could talk about obstacles just for a minute. Okay. You mean the interference? Yes. Yes, um... Yeah, when you're trying to uh, go towards um, doing something uh, for yourself as in a dream, um, you have to stay focused on that dream. Uh, Sometimes you've got to remove the interference, not trying to say that it's a bad thing, but uh sometimes you gotta remove people uh sometimes you gotta remove uh extra stuff that's not important um, because you're trying to get somewhere in life and uh so uh interference you have to uh move out of the way because if you don't uh you can succeed in life, especially the goals that you're trying to uh, accomplish. I know that I've had interference before in different goals that I tried to achieve, and they never would work out until I removed whatever was interfering with what I was trying to do. Exactly. Um, What's funny is... uh, Ever since I've been on the, this is my second time on the radio, and uh, there's some people uh, haven't seen me, even though I live around them. Uh, they're like, I've ch- Caroline, you, you've changed. Uh, you're not the same. But I haven't. It's just I'm focused on what I'm supposed to do in order to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish in my life. And uh, I just look at radio uh, to be that vehicle for me. And so I take it serious, and I don't take it lightly that uh, somebody of your caliber, which is the program director, give me that opportunity to do something like this, I don't take it lightly. So 
if I have to let go of people, then that's what I I decided to do. Well, Caroline, uh, tell us a little bit about your your history. Uh, maybe some different jobs and situations you've been in where um, you had some success. Well, let me see here. There's many jobs that I had that uh, I feel that um, I've been successful in because all my life um, I didn't look at myself to be um, a successful person, so it took some growing, some maturing for me to learn that. Um, I would say... uh, Starting out with uh, being a cosmetologist um, for almost 30 years, um, I enjoyed it because um, I was able to um, do hands-on with uh, different types of people. And success to me was achieving, um, making that, that next person happy. To me, that's success. That's one of the jobs that I felt that I succeeded on. And there's others. Um, Right now, um, I am a host um, at a hotel, um, and I feel that uh, by working there, I love to serve people, and people don't realize serving others is a blessing. It's success by itself, and people don't realize these little simple things um, really, really uh, makes a difference in a person's life. If you look at it in a certain way, some people look at it as if I am a uh, person that's in a lower position, then I don't get recognized. It's not about recognizing, but it's about helping others. And when you help others, you're going to be successful regardless. Man, what a... What a blessing! What a what a realization! Uh, God God sent His Son to make the wisdom of this world foolishness, and the wisdom of the world says that I got to be out front and be the one that's recognized. But God's wisdom says that serving other people and making a difference in their lives, like you just said, is yeah. what success is is made from. And how do you feel about that? How do I feel about making somebody's uh, life better? Yes. Well, I I really I really that makes me happy. Um that makes me live. Um I don't know, it just it does something to my inner person when I'm helping another person. 
Yes. Wow. You know, one of the biggest problems with the world today is nobody can humble themselves. Everybody thinks that they should be the highest of the highest. And it says in the Bible that the humble shall inherit the earth. And uh, uh, the beginning of all wisdom is in Proverbs. It says you have to humble yourself. And uh, you're looking from a position of power in that you can humble yourself uh, before other people to actually help them. Exactly. You have to get to that place in God to to be humble enough to reach others. And you, it's got to it's got to come from the heart. Because if it don't yes, come absolutely. from the heart, it's not meaningful. Well, now, uh, uh, what other jobs have you held other than cosmetology? In the in the uh, in the hotel hostess, uh, I've I've been a substitute teacher. Um, you know, I dealt with different ages, kids from uh, young age to uh, like I'm saying kindergarten to high school, um, and that's where it starts start when they're young. And then I also worked in uh, daycares where I was interacting with children and parents. Um, I also worked in a a library. Um, I also worked in the school system, foods, um, you name it. <laughs> I think I've been through it all. Wow. Well, let's get into an issue right quick, and I want to hear from your point of view. Um, and I know this is very controversial, but you are Caroline Cannon, and uh, we'd like to hear from you just for a few minutes about maybe your point of view on what's transpiring in Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, I don't, be honest with you, I don't know the exact particulars, but I know that uh, Robert E. Lee is obviously a very racial figure. He was the leader of an army that wanted to keep slavery in place, and that was pulled down by the black community, justifiably so. And then we had retaliation from racist groups. And I just wanted to get your opinion and maybe your side on how you feel about uh, that situation. Now, I don't know a lot about it. um, But when it comes to race, uh, I think that's just um, like a choice in life. Uh, you know, when you're when you're just an ordinary person, you see things one way. But when you become His, meaning God's child, God allows you to see things in another way. Um, 
I don't believe in hate. Um, I believe you, you know, people go through things in life. Um, it don't have to be race. Uh, it could be family, friends um, that could be against each other. Um, but uh, you have to forgive. And if you don't forgive and move on, then you're at a standstill. And your life can be mean, meaningless. Because um, when we leave this world, we're not going to see color. We're not going to see race. We're going to see love. And I think people need to start seeking God in order to find that love so that they can get rid of the hate. That's all I can tell you. I can't talk on something I really don't know much about. Man, that was some big words. That was some of the biggest words I've ever heard. You know, we're not here for very long. Jesus is coming over that sky over there, and he's going to blow that trumpet. The trumpet's going to sound, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And then the people that are saved will rise and all the stuff that we think and have built up in our minds, the hate, the prejudice, the ideas of the that it is, will all come to a crumbling end. And when you look back, it was a complete waste of time. Yeah. And what a message. Man, that was good. That was, I embrace what you said. And I think that is the message that should be put out and begin the healing process. Because you know what? At the end of the day, we all just people. We all people. We all, we all just people. And and you know, uh, both sides ain't nobody getting rich. Ain't nobody got a corner on nothing. Really. Both sides get treated bad by the by the country because ain't nobody got nothing. They're out there mad, and nobody's really got nothing. It ain't like, you know, they're big, rich, billionaires standing around. You know, they got an axe to grind. They're all getting treated the same way, whether they realize it or not. <laughs> ain't nobody got nothing. You know, and so why fight and hate? And, and, you know, what's Robert E. Lee ever done for any of those people? He ain't done nothing um, for those people. Now as they were back then, you know. And uh, uh, what a message. What a, I, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that again so I can think about the words you said. And, and Caroline... Could you expand a little bit on what good hate has ever done anybody? What good 
And hate has done to anybody? Hate's never helped anybody, has it? It's never done a thing for anybody. No, but people have to people have to be taught because if you're you're brought up or you're raised in hate or you saw hate or you've been beat on and you hate or your relationship is hate. Um, there's so much. That's why we have psychologists. That's why we have preachers. That's why we have people that's leading to help those people um, that go through those type of things because if sometimes you can't just get rid of something, uh, especially if you grew up in it. Um, you have to be taught. You have to be relearned um, because just like uh, I had parents and they thought one way, um, and as I grew up, I thought a certain way as well. But we all have a mind. God gave us a mind, and he gave us choices in life. It's up to us to choose the right things and the right choices to make in life. So some people, it may take longer to learn it. Some people, it may just take not long at all. So through experience, I know that it takes process. When people go through hatred or something bitter, because nobody's perfect, and it takes God to change your ways and your mind if you allow him, if you don't allow him, that's your choice, that's your route, that's your lane. I just got to let that sink in for a minute. You know what's so funny is the Bible is the gold standard of right and wrong. And when people live every day, the choices they make, the line that determines whether it is right or wrong is quite simply the holy word of God. And mm-hmm. by that standard, by that standard, is what you should base your choices on. Now, think about that for a minute. By that standard, you should base your choices on. Now, you said bad choices, and the determination of a bad choice by what God's word says. And if you're out there tonight and you're trying to make sense of what is right and wrong, I'd like to give you a challenge. If you go on YouTube 
and you put in the Holy Bible, they've got all 66 books on there, and you can go from Genesis 1 to Revelations 22, and they have the full King James Version. Now, I'm not against the uh, New American Standard or any of those Bibles. I mean, if you can find it on there, I always listen to the King James. I promise you my best promise that if you listen to it every night till you get through the whole Bible, if you listen from Genesis 1 to 2 Kings final chapter, if you listen to the first 12 books of the New Testament, that is a challenge of the first standard. Your life will be changed. You will learn the standard by which you should make your decisions. Again, for just a minute. Now, unknowledgeable people getting up and arguing about idiotic logic doesn't do anybody any good. But I tell you what will do good. Let what God say be true and every man a liar. If you turn on the Bible on YouTube and listen, change and shape you and the hate that you cling to will lose its grip and the truth of us all. Now, I would like to say to you, Caroline, that the truth of us all, now, when you were talking about decisions and good decisions versus bad decisions is based on the truth of us all. You might be out there tonight and you say that I'm an atheist. I don't believe there is a God. He's got these idiots running around talking about, oh, you don't still believe in that, do you? You know we came from monkeys. You know, if you're one of the people out there tonight, then I would like to challenge you to discredit the truth of us all. When Jesus died on the cross, the Bible, the Ten Commandments, were put in all of us. When a baby's three years old, you ask him, where is God? And they'll point to heaven. And you say, where is the devil? And they'll point down toward the center of the earth. Children automatically know that thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. They automatically know. You automatically know. You, who may be listening tonight, automatically know the truth of us all contained in the 66 books of the Texas Erectus King James Version of the Bible and if you will the powerful words of Caroline Cannon that she just put out if you will listen to exactly what she said and try the Bible. Everything that is evil will lose its grip, and the truth will set us all free. Hey, Caroline, 
Do you believe in the word of God? Yes, I do. The infallible word of God, the greatest book to ever be put together by the inerrant power of Jesus Christ. Jesus was the word. Jesus is the word. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Go ahead. No, I was just saying Jesus is the word. And he is the word. Uh, he is the word. And sometimes, you know, some people read the Bible and it's difficult to understand. So that's why you need to pray and seek God for direction on which way he wants you to go. There's places, there's ministries. Um, I can even say by me working where I work, I don't get to go to church every Sunday. Because sometimes I work But sometimes God put people in your path So that they can Share uh, The word of God With one another It's different ways God speaks To people's hearts Because he knows they need it Sometimes they don't know But God knows So he sends you Over here To pay your phone bill and you don't know what's waiting for you when you get there. But you never know where God may be. So my advice is to you, if you don't understand, pray. He hears you. And he will guide you in the right direction. Because you're Let trying. me add this. Let me add this to that. You must first see that you need God to live. If you're out there today and you don't need anybody, you don't need anyone, you are the center of your own universe and you don't need God, you could do everything yourself and you listen to the word of God, you will not understand a word it says. It says, seeing that they may not see and hearing that they may not hear. Yes. But I would like to say to everyone out there, you need God. The Holy Bible set the order that we must live by. In your heart in your heart you already know that you must live by the order that God set down in his word. Now, when we go against that order, destruction occurs. When we were America in the 40s and 50s after the World War II, we had been through a huge, huge trauma. 50 million people were killed in World War II. And we all went back to the order of the Bible. And our society was built. People charged their food and went and paid it. People, people charged their charge accounts and they paid their charge accounts not because they had to, but because they wanted to honor the person they got it from and they wanted to honor God. But somewhere along in the 60s, we decided we didn't need God anymore, and we moved away from that order. And the order that God did not put down does not work. So you need God. 
you need him and you need the word of God. And, and Carol, Caroline, it just seems like that uh, you understand that order and the way things are supposed to go. And uh, let's talk about love now, Caroline. Uh, how how much how much power is there in love? So much power, but there's a difference in just the word love and showing real love. A person knows when you're real. A person knows if they've been around you long enough, they can tell. You can't fake it. Real love comes from above. And I'm I'm not saying that God is with us always as in spiritually, but God is always there. But he gives us the tools to find that love. And that's unspeakable love. But you have to try it to see, to know the difference, to the discern between the two. You'll know real love when you see it. No greater love does a man have than he would lay down his life for his friends. Jesus came and died in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He laid down his all. He not only died on the cross, he was beaten until his head was so swollen. He couldn't tell what he looked like, and he was beaten until he had almost no skin on his back and different parts of his body. He suffered and died a death that most of us couldn't even imagine. And did you ever see that movie uh, when it came out and they went through the crucifixion? It, it changed a lot of lives. A lot of people got saved in the movie theater. Uh, I forget what it was called now. I know what you're speaking of. I did see that movie. It was a very touching movie. The amount of pain, the amount of self-sacrifice. If you're out there today and you have hate, you have greed, you have no need, you don't need Jesus, you don't need anybody but yourself, and you're enthralled in hate, Let me give you a suggestion. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit right now to reveal the truth in your heart. Even if you listen to this radio show five years from now, I'm asking God to use my voice, to use my mouth, to use me right now, to pierce through the false security that the devil may have led you into and for one one minute use my voice use my voice you're going to hell there is a lake of blue fire that burns of sulfur that is at least 2000 degrees minimum at the surface and 50,000 degrees at the center, and you are going to be cast directly into that fire. 
you are going to be put in a bag that will separate you from everyone else that is in that fire beside you. You will be in a bag by yourself in the dark on fire. That is a fact. The volcanoes are active because there are so many souls going into that fire in the center of the earth. Now, let me tell you something. You don't need anyone. You don't need anything. You are an island. Somehow you magically appeared on this earth. You didn't even have a mother or a father. That's not the truth. You had a mother and a father. And you do need other people. And we are a community of human beings who must work together in a concerted effort to eat, gain housing, to have electric and the wonderful amenities we do. And we are all connected whether you like it or not. And there is the truth of us all. And that truth is the fact that between the ground that we stand on and the 500 miles past the ozone is the only place in the universe where life exists because God created it. And beyond that point is nothing but radiation. And there's nothing on any planets except for we, the people of Earth, that God created. God, in his infinite mercy, created all of us, and so we must acknowledge him. Now, if you're out there today and you say, but there's all these theories, there's all this stuff, I don't need God. For one time, for this moment, I ask the Holy Spirit pierce through that, and you come to the realization that we all would not need the truth of us all, or the rule or standard by which we know right and wrong if there was no God. Every every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He gave his all. He gave his total humanity. He gave all the pain and suffering a human could stand so that we could look at him and say, Thou art the Son of God. And I believe in thy name. So right now, I ask you, in the face of the blue lake of fire, that is real, that you go to YouTube and get on there and Google the Holy Bible. And you start listening anywhere you please. It doesn't matter. I don't care what book. Go to Joel. Go to Philemon, the name of one chapter. Continue to listen until you see you need him. Because you know what? I was the king of do it all myself. I was the king. I don't need anyone. But I found out one day that God is in control. There is a God, the one true living God. There is a God. He is real. And I am not the king of do-it-all. I need the Bible. I need his word. I cannot live and survive without Jesus. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'm the king of do-it-all. You can't either. And Caroline, 
Yeah. Give us your word. I just like to add to um, you got to separate yourself. If you really want change in your life, you got to separate yourself from hate and turn to the right thing. Be around positive people. Be around people that love you. Um, I just want to encourage you that God is the way, and he's the only way. I had to learn the hard way myself. Um, Sometimes uh, you want your prayers answered fast. If that's so, then you have to let go of some things in order to get some answers quickly. And some things are sin. Some of the sins you do in your life, you got to let them go so that God can help you, so that you can help somebody else that's been in the same situation where you hate people. You hate the different races. But I've learned through my life as I grow and mature, I met all types of nationalities. Yes, we don't understand everything, but you got to learn to deal with something. That's called life. Because there are good people all around the world. You just have to trust God whenever he sends you to them. Because you never know where your health comes from. And sometimes even family. Family is not family. Sometimes God gives you other people. And that's family for you. That's that's what I want to give this afternoon to you. Let God lead you in the right direction. And I promise you, things will change for the better. And you will be able to help that young boy or that young girl to grow up to be a better person. We'll have a great generation, even when we're dead and gone. That younger generation heard your life, heard your story, and changed because of you. That's a great success. That's coming from my heart. Hallelujah. And I pray pray that God touch your heart through what I say. Because God is so good. He's good to all of us. We just have to give him a chance. We just have to give him that chance to come in to our hearts. Not what we look like, not what color we are, not what we've been taught, but our hearts. God looks at our hearts, and we all have the same color heart. So that's my advice to those that are listening. That God is love, and let him share the love, the right kind of love, the godly love that he wants to give to you to help somebody else become a better person. Now, folks, I've added some comments today, but my comments were just a reaction to the magnificent words 
of Caroline Cannon. I believe what she said at the beginning of the show really said it all, folks. I want you to go back right now and start the show over again. And that first segment where she said what she said, that was some of the most beautiful words I've ever heard. And, folks, I want to invite you to come back every week on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock and tune in, call in. The call-in number is 347-202-0263. Folks, Christianity and God's Word is based on doing right and loving your neighbor as yourself. That is the golden goal. You know, think about every human being on the face of the earth. We all want the exact same thing. It doesn't matter what color you are. We've all got to eat. We've all got to sleep. All anyone on earth, all the people on earth, all they want is a place to live water to drink, and to have their family. There is no race on earth that doesn't care about their family, their mom. Every story that's ever been told about people around the world, it always comes back to the exact same thing. What are you worried about? What are you talking about? What are you thinking about? It's stupid. When you guys leave from running your mouth and you go home, you all do the same exact thing. You go eat, you go home, you might watch some TV, and you go to bed. Everybody's doing the same thing. But you want to go out and say there's a difference? There's no difference. There's no difference. You're going to knock them for what you're doing? It's all made up in your head. It's it's idiotic. It's 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 nonsense. It's all nonsense. Why don't we all get together? Now think about this for a minute. Why don't we all get together, put our money together, build a great big-ass factory in Charleston, West Virginia, and all the people Go work there. And all the people make a better life for themselves. And all the enjoy the fruit of their labor instead of all the people tearing each other apart while the people who want you to tear each other apart stand back and get what they want. Now think about that idea just for a minute. And Carol, Caroline, I'll give you the last word and 
and maybe you can extend another invitation to come back next week. Um, I really, I really enjoyed um, what we talked about today. And to me, basically, we want you to learn how to love, how to love one another, regardless of what you've been taught or how you feel inside. Just learn how to love one another. Um, come back next week. I will have another topic. Um, I'm actually going to kind of throw it out there to you. Nothing comes easy will be my topic on next week. And I hope to hear from you um, about the subject we talked about today. God loves you and have a blessed night. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir.
the King of Kings. Hallelujah.